Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Today is Tuesday, December 20th. Countdown to Christmas, countdown to the holidays. Well, I guess we're in that holiday mood now or mode now, right? So, um, but anyway, it's show number 188. Thank you guys so much. Let me adjust my microphone here. Uh, you guys hear me okay? You know, one thing about this microphone, I can, you know, I can sound like that if I want to. You know, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days just so you know oh yeah i got my christmas shirt on um it's uh, the, the thing of it is these tr- these are christmas trees right but because i have a green screen in back of me you probably don't see them as being green um and i didn't think about that until just now right i'm like this is not gonna show up right so you always have to be aware of cognizant of what what you're wearing right because i had a green hat on i don't know if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago i was wearing my palo verde hat palo verde high hat and it's green and it won't show up so i had to actually take off the you know and expose the green screen and then that way you can see it so that's what these are, just so you, and I didn't think about it until just now, right? So, see, that's the, some of the things you got to think about. When you're right, you're produced, you're direct, you forget about some of this stuff, right? But anyway, these are Christmas trees, right? But, yeah, so anyway. Hey, you guys can make comments. I appreciate it. I do welcome comments on the show on, you know, this is a live show. It's live on uh, LinkedIn as well as YouTube uh, with the replay on the same platforms as well as Facebook and Twitter. So just in case you guys don't. Uh, don't have time to listen to the live now. You can always listen to the replay. It's also a podcast. So wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whatever platform that is, just on air with Russell of Hotels, live hospitality talk show. Uh, you'll find it and you can take me with you. You don't have to sit here and list, look at look at me and listen to me. You can just take me with you. Take me with you. Put me in your pocket, your purse, your bag, your car, wherever you want to go and and just take me and and just listen to the craziness that's in store for you today. Uh, But happy holidays to everybody, just in case I, you know, I sometimes tend to forget that kind of stuff. But um, but hey, we're live hospitality talk show. Uh, I do. um, Like I said, I encourage comments. Uh, interaction. I see Paula C. You know, Paula C's out there in Brazil. Okay, so I appreciate her. Uh, yeah, Russell Hotels is worldwide. We're global, right? I, if you didn't know that, now you know it. Okay, and Paula C is an example of that. So thank you so much, Paula C, for your comment. She says, Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. And thank you so much for your uh, ongoing support over the. God, how long have we known each other? It, it seems like it's been forever now, right? And maybe it's been. A year and a half, two years, but it seems like I've known policy forever. We talk, we have, uh, we know, we collaborate, we do this show together. I've done hers. Uh, so it's just this whole community that I appreciate. Uh, and I, I don't think I, I say thank you enough, but thank you so much, Policy, and some other people like Dylan, Lonnie Wolf, you know, um, you know, those people that come on all the time and and um, 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 what's her name, Robbie Lynn and Lauren and, you know, all the people that, they kind of, uh, you know, keep you going, right? Just keep you, they push you without pushing you, right? And that's what you want, right? So you don't need people to come out and just tell you things. But you know what? You, they push you without even knowing that they're pushing you and they're motivating you. So I appreciate it. Everyone needs a core team to have one of these shows, right? And like uh, Craig Craig as well, Craig Giangrosso, Craig Sullivan uh, with Click California. I, I mean, uh, 
uh, click. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So I appreciate everybody that, um, that, that comes on and, and pushes me. So I appreciate it. Hey, before I get into what I'm going to get into, before we move on to with the show, I got this package yesterday, right? And I said, you know what? I'm going to wait and open this on air. So I've taken it out of the box, but, you know, um, and, and forgive me the noise it's going to make when I bring this out, but it's a package and it's wrapped in green too. So you may not be able to see it for what it is but it's a nice package right and the reason why i'm doing this on air because i read the note and i said i'm gonna do this on air tomorrow i'm not even gonna do it so i read the note and basically it says happy holidays russell travel safe in the new year keep entertaining us you are appreciated dylan beaumont so thank you, Dylan. I know, man, I appreciate you. I mean, I know I thank you. I, say I can't thank people enough, right, for what they do. And I, I appreciate you um, sending me the, the gift. Uh, I didn't open it all the way, okay, so because I wanted to unveil it here, right? I'll just take the, I did take the wrapper off, though, right? So, because I don't want to be making all this kind of noise. So, um, so it says... And that's in green, too. Uh, <laughs> it's Elevate Plant-Based Snack Box. See, Dylan knows I'm all about the non-meat eats, so Dylan's going to come with it. It's like uh, packed with protein, core nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. Okay, that's always good. Uh, the future of healthy plant-based snacking. And it has a big vegan on, this, on the top of it, okay? So it must be some goodies. And, and of course... I'm going to have to tear this because it wouldn't open a while ago because I want to make it easy because I don't know exactly what it is. So there's peanut butter bites. Look at this. There's, was that Bobo's? Bobo's. <laughs> Bobo's apple pie uh, stuffed the, the oat bite. Okay, uh, oat bite was apple pie or whatever. Um... Partake chocolate chip cookie. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, Dylan. Boom chicka boom. Uh, boom chicka pop. Okay. I said that wrong. Some kettle corn. Look at it. It's a whole bunch of stuff in here, Dylan. Knock it off, Dylan. Look at that. Yes bar. Macadamia chocolate. All stuff that I eat. Okay. Um, Rip Van Wafers, <laughs> Chewy Bar, Coco Loco, you know, uh, Coke, um, milk chocolate is, of course, it's not vegan, but cocoa, like dark chocolate is. So, of course, that's what that is. You know, just a little tip for you guys. Um, what is this? Mad, what is it? Oh, Made Good, Made Good Granola Bar. Look at all this stuff. A Biscoff Bites. There's all kind of stuff in here. Crispy square vanilla. You know, there's like 10 other things in here. But Dylan, I mean, thank you so much. I, I do appreciate this. I Man, I don't take it lightly that, I mean, that's there's a lot of thought in back of this. You didn't just, you didn't just um, throw something out there. You, 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 you know, you took your time and, and bought this so, and, and purchased this. And I, and I appreciate that because... Guess what? This stuff is going to get eaten. If if I wasn't doing this show, I'd be eating it right now, okay? Uh, and don't let me get some almond milk in here and start drinking and eating, you know, the goodies because uh, I'm in heaven at that point. But, no, thank you so much, Dylan. I appreciate that. Look at that. I love popcorn. So, man. And you know, it's hard to find good, like, vegan popcorn, popcorn that doesn't have, you know, real butter and stuff like that. So, this came in a, a vegan care package right so man thank you so much dylan i i appreciate you i do appreciate i appreciate what you do i appreciate the support and i definitely appreciate the gift so thank you so much uh policy says that's so sweet nice gift yes it is wonderful i think i think a bit over a year but it seems more happy to be here and grateful to be part of the hospitality community yes policy thank you so much yeah it, it seemed like it's Maybe it's only been a bit over a year, yeah, but it seems like it's been several years uh, that we have connected and continue to connect, and and um, and yeah, it's all about the community. It's all about you know this whole hospitality family that we have 
you know, that we have created in the community and we all support each other. And that's important, right? So that's important thing. So um, let's see, who was that? Demetria Jackson. That's a thoughtful gift. Yes, it was. It is. It is, Demetria. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for joining in as well. So let's move on. Let me turn my um, iPad back on. Well, it wasn't, I guess it just turned off. It didn't turn, I didn't turn off, but anyway. Um, okay. So where are we? See now uh, Dylan's got me lost focus now. So I'm, you know, I'm not going to be any good, uh, for the rest of the show. Okay. But industry news now, before I get into the industry news real quick, now you guys know I'm not a big, and I've, and I've said it on the show, right? So it's not like it's just something just new that you guys just figured out. Like, oh, I didn't know he didn't like Airbnb. You know, I, I was never a big fan of Airbnb, okay? And I've given examples of why. Um, well, this is another. I, I, let me stop talking. So, boom. Airbnb finds people have more trouble booking stays if hosts think they are black. What? So, okay, now, I didn't make this title up, okay? And I'll share the the um, the article. I'll put it on my LinkedIn page. I'll put it on everything, okay? So just check out my platforms after the show, and you'll see the, the, the article, right? So that's the title of the article. I just copied and pasted and put it on there. So it, it's not like I just wrote this up or whatever. So Airbnb finds people have more trouble booking stays if host thinks they are black. So bottom line in a nutshell, okay, um, people, the hosts are able to basically discriminate against who they rent to, okay? That's basically what it comes down to. Um, Airbnb needs to step in and do a little bit more than what they're doing. This has been an ongoing thing. It's not a new thing, okay? So don't think it just popped up like yesterday and I happened to see it. No, this has been going on. This is a practice that go, goes on with Airbnb quite often. And it's not Airbnb. Let me just back up a little bit. Okay. Because Airbnb is the company. Airbnb only survives off of the host. Okay. The hosts are the individual people, individual, individual homeowners who rent their homes out. So not everybody is in the same boat. Okay. Not everybody is doing this. Okay. But there are some hosts out there that discriminate against people they rent to. Okay, so unlike the hotel space where they hotel industry cannot do that. Okay, we 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 have a we have a leg to stand on. We'll sue the heck out of the hotels if they did this. Now, don't think hotels have not done that in the past, right? They've done some things too. So don't you know? I get I can't completely exonerate the hotel industry, but there's a play. That's that's the thing with with hotels. There's a way you can get things done, meaning you can sue or you can go to a corporate office and do this. Um, when it's the owner of that, because there's not a lot of policies, there's not a lot of standards that um, Airbnb is basically holding their feet to the fire. So that's what Airbnb needs to do, right? So, um, I mean, but it is what it is. There's no other way I can put it. It's out there. That's why I don't, and I've stayed in Airbnb before, okay? So, and had a great time. So that's why I can say that not all hosts are created equally. Okay. Because we stayed at one in Scottsdale that was, it, it was great. It was, the location was great. The, 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 the house was phenomenal. The amenities they had were phenomenal. The people that manage it were great. Um, of course they give you a list of things that you can and cannot do. Okay. Okay. You abide by those rules, right? If you don't abide by those rules, then you get kicked out. I understand that. And that's for every host should have, you know, standards or, or, or things in place where if people get out of hand, okay, you get them out of there. That's fine. But to stop them before they even get in there, that's ridiculous. I ain't standing for it. Okay. So that's why I'm talking about that today. Okay. So that's why these are some of the things that, why I'm not a big proponent of Airbnb. Some people ask me, well, why don't you like Airbnb? I say, wait, wait, wait. I don't, I'm not throwing every host under the bus, but I'm throwing the ones, uh, specifically the ones that are, you know, not renting to people because they are a certain skin color. Okay. Because they don't look like them. Okay. Where they should be worried about is do they have money to pay? Okay. Uh, are they people that are taking care of your property? I take care of pro- people's property like it's my own. Okay, so, but anyway, so we ain't talking about me, but we're just talking about 
Airbnb in general and how their practices need to change. Now, once you read the article, there are some things they put in place that they're, um, they're supposed to be doing, but it's, it's slow. Like Dylan just said, change is slow coming. Sadly, this has come to light with housing appraisals too. See, I mean, that it goes back to the old red lining and all that, you know, but I ain't getting into that either. But, but bottom line, this is what I, it's, I saw the other day and I said, this is one of the reasons, or this is the probably the main reason because they're able to discriminate. They're able to cancel your room or cancel your reservation up until the day that you arrive. Okay. That's what Airbnb allows you to do. Okay. Allows their host to do so, which opens the door for crap like this. Okay. So uh, it's a sad day, you know, when I have to post stuff like that, but like I said, hospitality unplugged or this show is about showing the good, the bad, the ugly of hospitality. And sometimes there's some ugly out there and this indeed is ugly. So, um, so there you go. So there, there's some things. Um, let me just share this quick story. Uh, from a friend of mine. Okay. Um, and this happened, this happened about, I'm gonna say it's about five, six years ago, probably longer than that. I don't know when, let's say, just, let's just say when, you know, Airbnb was, you know, gaining their fame and, you know, people were oh Airbnb, blah, 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 blah. So a friend of mine who's in the hospitality industry as well, she was having a family reunion in her hometown or host home state of Pennsylvania. Okay. This was some years ago. Um, and, she called a host, I believe, or the host called her. I can't remember how it, the whole thing happened, but anyway, there was a conversation. There was a conversation because the gentleman would not rent to her. He, she didn't know why. So she called this gentleman and, 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 and he went in and said, she goes, well, why won't you rent? Why, why isn't the room, why isn't the house available or something to that effect? And he basically told her, now, she has a name that's, well, it's, it's unique, okay, let's just say that. And it happens to be a name of a car, okay? But I'll just throw it out there. I got to tell the story. If I'm going to tell the story, I got to tell it right. So she happens to have a name of a car, okay? And um, he, she once again asked this man, why won't you rent to us, basically? Because I don't, really, I don't rent to black people. And she said, and this was over the phone, how do you know I'm black? Because no white person would name their kid after a car. Yeah, that's what he said. Based on her name, he knew or he figured that she was black. And I'm not renting to any black people because your name is black. And that means you're black and I, ain't, I don't rent to black people. Boom. True story. Okay. I told my friend, I told her, um, I talked to her a couple of days ago because this is an ongoing thing. We've been talking about this thing for you every now and then it comes up in a conversation and uh, I always remind her of that. Right. She's not, she, you know, and I'm, that's the, that's the kind of person I am. I always bring stuff up that probably I shouldn't bring up, but <clears throat> I brought it up to her a couple of days ago. I said, you know what? I'm going to mention this on my show because I sent her the article. That's, that's what, that's how it came up. I sent her the article. And she said, yeah, I remember this. I said, do you remember what you told me? And she goes, yeah. I said, I'm going to mention it on my show. She goes, don't you mention my name? I said, I'm not going to mention your name, but I'm going to mention the story. I said, I'm just going to mention the story because I think it's important in this, in, 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 especially, you know, the title right there. And like I said, he didn't know this woman. And for the record, her name, there's white people with the same name. Okay, because there's a famous actor that has the same name that this young lady has. Okay, so where he got his information from, I have no idea. But anyway, if you guys want to know, of course, I got people out there that that will call me and ask me, you know, more questions about this. And you're more than welcome to call me and, you know, give you a little bit more of the insight. But, yeah, so that's the reason why, um, like I said, I'm not a fan of, of Airbnb for those, for that reason that you see right there. And that what I just talked about, Dylan says, I think these discussions need to happen. Black renters having 2.7 more reject bookings on a major platform is not a coincidence. You're absolutely right. So read the article. Once I send this, once I post this, you guys read the article, um, and, and just, you know, just read it, let it percolate and marinate. And, you know, 
these kind of like Dale said, these conversations need to happen. You know what I mean? Everybody's not talking about it. This is something that was on the industry news. It was in an industry rag, you know, industry magazine. Um, but you know, a lot of people aren't talking about it. So of course I have this platform and I think it's just, I have to talk about, I have to at least mention it. Right. I'm not going to go in a hundred percent where I should, cause I ain't got time. I got other stuff to talk about too, but it's important that I address it and, and mention it. And on your own, on your own, you can go and, and do your research if you will, and read it and, and, and whatever, come up with your own assessment. But like I said, that's the reason why I'm not a big fan of Airbnb. Um, the host, every host is not a good host. Okay. So, but Airbnb needs to do more because they're the governing body. Okay, and they need to do a lot more for it. Now, if this was like a Marriott or whatever, believe me, we'll be on Marriott, like, you know, bees on whatever, uh, flies on whatever, you know, if this, if this was happening. Okay, so the same intensity that we get when we, you know, have issues with hotels, we need to be on uh, these companies or these organizations uh, because Airbnb is just one, right? There's VRBO, there's all these other organizations. And not saying that maybe these other organizations do a better job. Maybe they do. Maybe VRBO does a better job. Maybe um, Hostiva does a better job. Okay. I don't know. But um, those people, those hosts that do this, that they're discriminated against people, they don't need to be host. <laughs> Bottom line, that's it. I mean, why would you put your company at jeopardy, a uh, risk of all this getting out, you know, it's out already, but you know, not enough people are talking about it. Well, guess what? Russell Hotel is talking about it. Boom, done. I'm over it. Okay, so we'll move on. Boom. So, okay, uh, the show's over. Now what? What does that mean? People are like, what? The show's over? Russell's, t- you finished with the show? No, 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 no. This goes to my sales peeps, okay? My sales, my hotel sales people, my um, destination sales people. Once you do a show, like you go to like just this last week um, for you know people on the West Coast, for the most part, or California, uh, there's a show called um, there's uh, Cal SAE, which is California, California Society of um, Association Executives. It's a big show. It's called Seasonal Spectacular. OK, so every hotel, every meeting planner, every hotel site selection person, every tourism salesperson, they go and they have, they spend a lot of money on booths and all this kind of stuff because it's the end of the year. It's like this big reunion of hotel and, 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 and a hotel and meeting planner and hospitality people come together, right? In Sacramento, California, right? Um, and we meet all these people, we get to see them, we embrace, you know, and, you know, and, you know, we, we have, we break bread with them, we have drinks with them. Um, that's the easy part, okay? The hard part is after the show, now what do you do, right? And the reason why I'm saying this is because I've gone to many shows over the years as a meeting planner or as a hotel site selection person, right? So say I have, okay, the last, the last event I went to, Say I had 30 appointments in two days, okay, 15 appointments each day. I don't get responses or I don't get follow-up from 100% of the people that I met with. And I think that's, I think we're missing the boat or why we go to these shows, right? The work starts when you get back to the office. The work is not there at the show, right? The work is the follow-up. I got to follow up with these with these people that I met with or these planners because they, you know, Russell said he was, you know, had this particular meeting or board meeting uh, that's going to happen in March. Well, let me follow up and see if I'm actually, my hotel is even being considered or can it be considered? You know, what do I need to do to get to gain his business or her business or whatever? And that's where we tend to drop the ball when it comes to the show because we get so caught up in the pageantry and the, and the reunion and all this kind of stuff. But we got work to do. So salespeople, make sure when you go back to your offices, you are taking all the, the stacks of business cards that you receive uh, or the LinkedIn connections that you get or whatever, however you got to meet these people uh, or reconnected with these people. This is the opportunity to 
follow up with those people and say, hey, it was great seeing you, you know, email calls, whatever. I know, you know, everybody's calling at the same time or sending emails at the same time. Maybe do something a little different. Maybe send a handwritten note, okay, because not everybody's sending a handwritten note these days, right? You know, send a, a card, a little card and say, hey, Russell, it was nice meeting you. Thank you so much. Hey, I wonder if we can have a conversation about, you know, the – the 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 board meeting that you said you're planning, you know, for March of 2023, we love to be in that conversation, something like that. But for me to get back to my office and knowing that I had 30 appointments and only, you know, maybe 20 of those people responded or send me something or thank me, you know, what about the other 10? You know what I mean? I should have a hundred percent, right? They should be over you know, connecting or reconnecting with me, but that's not the case. So when I say the show's over now, what is when we as hotel people go and remember, I was a hotel person too. I was a salesperson as a, as well as a director of sales and marketing. So I attended them on both levels, right? As both a, either a sales manager or as a director of sales and marketing. And I know the importance of that. And then I know the importance of following up with my people who say, Hey, you went to this event. Hey, what did it, what, what came of it? You know what I mean? Who, who'd you meet? Do we have any, any warm leads, hot leads, or, or you, are we just introducing ourselves? I mean, you just need to know what that is, right? But you have to follow up with people because people will remember the last person that called them or the last person that sent them something or the last posting that they saw. This is the opportunity to start posting things too, right? You know, uh, following them on their social media. Did you, do you get social media handles from people? I mean, that's another thing. That's another level of how we can keep in touch. Slide into somebody's DMs. Boom. Let them know. You know what I mean? When you meet with them, say, hey, do you do social media as well? Yeah, I do. Or so, you know, they'll tell you, quite frankly, if they do or don't. But if you don't ask the question, you're never going to know. Right. So. um, But yeah. So that's what I mean. The show's over. Now what? So let's just make sure when the show's over, that's when the work begins. That's when we start following up with people. Okay. See, I'm on a roll today, boy. I'm, I'm woo. About to have to drink some water because I'm I'm getting parched already. Uh ROH 20, 2023 Outlook. Okay, so ROH of course stands for Russell of Hotels, right? So this is my 2023 outlook. Moving into 2023. Okay. Goodbye, 2022. Hello, 2023. I, I mean, I, I you guys probably thought I was going into like a, a little talk or something. No, 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 no. I'm just gonna bullet point some stuff. <laughs> Hotel companies need to have more presence at colleges, colleges, universities. Hospitality industry is a viable career choice, right? 16 million, 16 million jobs were lost during the whole pandemic thing. So in the last two years, two and a half years, we've lost 16 million jobs. Okay. Um, so we need to work on finding that next generation of hoteliers, right? So, like I said, moving into next year, these are things that I think hotels need to focus on or people need to focus on within the industry. Um, so, and I, and I just start off with just saying hotel companies need to have more presence at colleges, universities. Yeah, because there's different ways of finding people. Okay. Uh, why not start at some of the colleges and universities that, especially the ones that have hotel related programs. Okay. Hotel, restaurant, anything hospitality related. They, a lot of these colleges and universities even junior colleges have these um, these as a career choice or as a major. OK, we need more presence there. No, it ain't enough presence. Don't tell me there is. Um, it's not enough presence. OK, uh, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, there's companies out there that would actively recruit you. You know what I mean? And for that industry. So we need to make sure this is happening. OK, because like I said, it has to do with that next generation. A lot of us are. I, I always tell people, well, we're aging out, right? Maybe not aging out is the word. Maybe that's not the word, uh, but people are retiring, okay? People are going to do other things. We lost 16 million people in the industry. So however we lost them, were they furloughed? Did they leave on their own? Did we get rid of I don't know, but we need to find new people to replace those people, okay? So we need to spend more time doing that. Job fairs, all that stuff. I just heard, hey, Marsha, how are you? Marsha's my sister. I just heard that San Bernardino Valley College has a hospitality program now. See, I didn't even know that. 
Boom. They didn't even know that. So there you go. There's another uh, resource or a source of, of where people are going to be taking hospitality-related programs or courses. They're going to need jobs, right? But people need to know. We need to know on the hotel end that, okay, these are the places we need to go, especially if you're on the, you know, say you're in California. We got Cal Poly Pomona where I went to school, right? I remember Marriott had a huge presence, and maybe they still do, but they had a huge presence there. Most hotel, major hotel companies had a huge presence at our job fairs and things like that. That's how I got snatched up by Bridget, Bridget Billings or Bridget Belinsky and San Veneziano. Okay, I still remember the people that recruited me. I'm walking, you know, through the quad during the – the job fair, have my suit on and everything, and the, I see the Marriott. I go right for the Marriott booth, right, because that's why I was going. That's I always want to work for Marriott, right? As soon as I got into that um, that program, I said, you know what, I want to work for Marriott. And they, they were there, right, and they're smiling and this and that. And they see me walk up, and they, we, we shook hands, we talked, and next thing I knew, I got an interview. Next thing I knew, I had a job. I had a job six months before I got out of school, okay? That's what I'm talking about, right? So, but... That ha- there has to be an ongoing presence for that, right? Uh, what if they weren't there? You know, what if I sent something in or a resume in and it just went nowhere? You know what I mean? That's frustrating. And then that causes people to, you know what, I'll go to somewhere else. I don't need a hotel job or a restaurant job or whatever. So it has to be a presence, an ongoing presence. So that's why I said that. Um, so, yeah, we need to begin working on that next generation of hoteliers. Uh, and then... The most important thing is, even before you get to that point, take care of your current employees and associates. This will have a positive impact on prospective employees because, believe me, people know what's going on, right? So if you're not taking care of your people now, that gets to other people that may be interested in going to that particular hotel or working for that company. They'll be like, wait a minute. I hear they, they treat their employees like crap, so why, would I, why I want to go there? So take care of your people. Remember the old Marriott thing, right? Take care of your employees, and they will in turn take care of your guests. I remember that like it was yesterday, right? That was one of the first things they preached. Take care of your employees, and they will in turn take care of the guests. That's it, right? So make sure we're taking care of our guests going into 2023, right? Employees have gone through, employees have gone through a lot of crap, okay? Let's appreciate him. Let's make sure we appreciate him like Dylan does at his property. Dylan, the GM at the Fairfield Inn by Marriott and Eugene, Oregon. We need to make sure we're doing things like Dylan's doing. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I said that, Dylan. I said that. So, Lonnie Wolf, good afternoon, Lonnie Wolf. Uh, I was just thinking about you. Like, where the heck is Lonnie Wolf at? Uh, ROI on your team, big time. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much, Dylan. I appreciate you coming on. Merry Christmas to you. So make sure, like I said, take care of your employees, your current ones, and your associates, whatever you call them, employees, associates, whatever. Take care of them, okay? Um, okay, what else? Let's see. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not finished with the 2023 outlook. What am I doing here? Um, listen to the customer. We need to listen, listen more to your customer. More seamless technology, okay? One thing about, I, I would say about Airbnb, let's get back on there. Um, is that some of their technology is something that hotels need to, the, the, the technology and the innovation that they have. Those are things that we need to be taking from Airbnb. Okay. Not the discriminatory practices. Okay. The things that they do with, with technology um, and then, you know, you know, using the, you know, whatever alarm systems or, or key keyless entry systems, um, uh, their their Wi-Fi, whatever it is that they're using, that stuff is 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 working. Okay, so those are things that we need to do as as far as their innovation. So those are things we need to look at because hotels back in the day used to be looked at as innovating, right? So if you see something at a hotel, you went back home like, oh, I want that. Well, no, I have things in my house that hotels don't have. Now, if I'm on top of stuff and they're not on top of stuff, and there's a problem, right? So I've had a keyless entry for years, okay, that worked from my, works from my phone. I can open my garage door on my phone. I mean, all these things you can open, you can access via the phone. So there's no reason why any hotel, any three-diamond and up hotel, does not have that capability and not, able, and not being using it now. They should be pushing that innovation. That's what people want, right? They don't want the same crap they've had, right? 
Who wants to go to the front desk all the time? I don't. You know, let me check in via my phone, via an app. I mean, those are things that have been there for a while. The QR code had been, the QR code was something that was there long before COVID hit. But hotels, restaurants weren't embracing it because they didn't think people wanted it. People do want it. Okay, you have to introduce it. Whew, boy. Stay relevant. Stay relevant. Oh, wait, hold on one second. Listen to the customer, more seamless technology, learn from mistakes, <laughs> learn from mistakes that companies like Airbnb are making. And that goes to the discriminatory practices, okay? But take Airbnbs, their technology, use that, their innovation, use that part, okay? Uh, rely on her on our own efforts, meaning less third parties. I mean, if anything, we should have been taken advantage of, and when I mean we, hotels, should have been taken advantage of, is the playing field was level when no one was booking, okay? Why did we still just wait for the third parties just to, back, to kick back in? Why didn't we at that point say, hey, we're going to go all in and say, hey, book direct with us, we're going to do this for you. You know, we just waited. Well, when we get back, well, what, what are their, what are the third parties doing? Let's make sure we jump on board with them again. I mean, that was the prime example, prime opportunity to kind of wean ourselves off of it. I'm not saying get rid of it 100% because you can't do that now. You've been sleeping with them forever now. You can't do it. You can't just wean off completely, but you can wean off some of it. Okay. So this is an opportunity. So there you go. Keep rocking the house policy. <laughs> I'm just reading the comments. I mean, this is for people for, uh, that listen to me on the podcast. I read the comments, though that's what I was doing, and I laughed at the comments. So um, so stay relevant to your local communities. If you have a restaurant, promote it. If you have a restaurant within your hotel, promote it because you need the local support as well, right? So if you got free Wi-Fi, there was this one hotel. I can't remember what it was. I was doing a... Um, um, what was it? It was a tour of a company. I mean, a tour, a hotel site tour. It was a hotel downtown. It was a, it was a non-branded independent hotel downtown Los Angeles. And they, they were basically during the, the walkthrough, they said, Hey, we welcome people like, like small business owners to come in and basically just post up in their lobby, use their free Wi-Fi because they know the value of that. They know the value of, cause because even when I go and post up at a, at, a, at a hotel, I don't just post up and use their Wi-Fi and leave. I buy something, right? I'm buying something, either that's a, a you know, the, they have a coffee bar or they have a, a, a market, one of those in-hotel in markets, lobby markets or whatever they call them. I'll buy something, right? So that's money that they're getting that they weren't getting before. So, and then what, what, what else am I going to do? I'm going to go out and tell 10 people about that hotel. Oh, they have a great rooftop restaurant. Oh, uh, they get free Wi-Fi. Oh, they welcome business, small business owners. I mean, those are the things that people talk about. And what do I do when I go to a hotel? I post every single thing. You know, you know what I mean? So that, that's giving a lot of value to that hotel, right? Uh, only if everyone else did that, they don't. But, hey, and that's why I'm Russell of Hotels, right? But hotels don't know what you'll get if you don't try different things, okay? So, so. Like I said, if it's a local, t tap into your local community, okay? You have to. I think that's more valuable than what you think, and I think we're missing a great opportunity when we don't do that. Um, let's see what else. Pay attention to the leisure market, okay? We're, we're saying that, oh, we're waiting. You know, leisure market is, is, is big right now. We're focusing on that. We're waiting for the corporate market to come back. Well, that leisure market, that business is leisure, it's disguising itself as some of that corporate business that we think that we're missing. It's actually in there. But how do you find it? That's the key, right? How do, what, what are we doing to find this leisure? Because the leisure is not going away, right? Going into 2023, they're still going to be talking about leisure. But the thing now is they've been talking about it this year. But now next year, how do we find it? Okay, what are we doing to find it. I know how to find it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I got the secret sauce. Now I know how to find it. I mean, it all comes back to social media it, because you got to think about who are these people? What, 
age group are they in? Are they millennials? Are they Gen Xers? Are they baby boomers? I'll tell you one thing. They're not baby boomers, right? So they rely on a lot more social media. Boom. That's all I'm going to tell you about that, right? Anything else, you got to call me. But that will give you something right there, right? So meaning it's either millennials or Gen Xers are part of this leisure group, right? So business is still there. It's just, it's just masking itself into something else. And it may not be the group business that we're looking for, but it's going to be the higher rated business. But, but what happens is these people may come in as leisure. Do you think they're leisure? And that's what they're being coded as. So a lot of things are miscoding, right? So everything has a code when you, everything has a market segment. When you check into a hotel, you are a market segment. You represent a persona or a market segment. Okay. Either, either leisure, your transient, your group, your government, your association, your tour and travel, your Smurfy, one of those things, you are marked as something, okay? Because no one wants reservations because you'll go through the reservation list, like arrival list. There always should be a market code next to each person that's coming in because you have to designate what they are. And how do you get more of it, okay? So I'm, say I'm giving you information that, that I'm giving you. Okay. So I'm just going to leave it at that. So, so please, you're not going away. It's business traveler hiding. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. The time has come for hotels to really start thinking outside the box in a highly competitive arena. There is no room for error. As you know, I post the ugly housekeeping. Yes, we know Lonnie follow Lonnie Wolf. Right. So the art of housekeeping. Okay. Um, he's cleaning hotels, one hotel at a time, or he's making hotels, safe and clean one hotel at a time. So make sure you follow him. Um, but yeah, so moving forward, people within hospital. Okay. Yeah. Moving forward, people within the hospital industry will be the catalyst for the world getting back to the business of meetings. How a lot of hotel people, they're not shy about posting things, right? So I've been seeing every, and I mentioned these two events, um, Cal SAE was one in Sacramento and then site was in San Diego. People are posting. If you look on LinkedIn, if you follow anybody that's in hospitality, a lot of those people went to those events. They post a lot of these things, right? Which they should be. And I'm glad that people are posting that they're out and about because what that's going to do is make its way to other industries and say, Hey, the hospitality industry is back. Okay, we need to be booking, you know, and having these meetings, too, because they're having a good time. They're doing this. They're they're pressing, pressing the flesh. They're not afraid to meet again. They're doing things that we used to do. Right. Let's get back to that. So hospitality industry, continue to do what you do. Continue to post things that you are posting, because it, it goes back to and some people may think, oh, this is old or this is passe. Uh, but the um, what is it called? Guy died. Um, uh, 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 of, um, uh, fear of missing out. What is it called? FOMO. It creates this FOMO that FOMO we've got away from this FOMO, but FOMO is still present. FOMO is still something that will make people do, you know, what they see like, Oh, we're missing out on this. They start putting pressure on their people. Like, Hey, we need to start meeting again because we get more things accomplished when we meet people. Okay, we're trying to grow our business. We need to go out and meet people. Okay, Uh, let's get away from the just doing all the virtual stuff. So FOMO is real, right? It's still real. I know that was, you know, some people think it's passe. That that was so like five years ago. FOMO. Oh, no. (laughs) No, FOMO is real. FOMO is still happening. Uh, Fear of missing out is what it stands for. Okay, so so hospitality space, hospitality industry, continue to do what you do. Because people are watching. There you go. Boom. That's it. Um, I have a, what is that? No, 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 no. Three things. And excuse me why I take a drink of water. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. I've been talking a lot today, right? And, I still got 15 minutes to go. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Uh, Lonnie's knowledge shines. He's the real deal. Yes, he is. 
Uh, Dylan, I mean, Lonnie said that was comment from Dylan. Then Lonnie says, thanks, uh, Dylan. Uh, Stay tuned for my upcoming post. They are down and dirty. B-A-D, bad. Okay, so make sure, like I said, if you're on LinkedIn, follow Lonnie Wolf, uh, The Art of Housekeeping. Uh, He's going to show some stuff. He's going to post some things. And look at his past postings as well. Um, But it's, it's all about cleanliness or the lack of and what we need to be doing to make sure our hotels are up to par for the guests. Because remember, you're cleaning it for the guests. You're not cleaning it for yourself, okay? Um, so, I mean, he points out things that, that shouldn't be overlooked. Um, and he's not shy about it either. So make sure we check those things out or follow, uh, follow. make sure you follow Lonnie Wolf. These are three things, three things that I always say. Be intentional, make decisions, and take action on what's important to you. Me posting that thing about... Um, Airbnb, that's important to me, okay? It's important that people are treated fairly and equally, okay? Especially when it comes to hospitality. This is hospitality, right? Okay, that feeling you get from someone else. What feeling do you get when somebody discriminates against you uh, for you can't rent their house or something? You know what I mean? What, what feeling are you getting, okay? So that's a lack of hospitality. So... Like I said, be intentional, make decisions, and take action on what's important to you. Be you. Always be you. You can't be anyone else. Just, you know, we try to be somebody else, but it's, it's hard just being me. It's hard being Russell. You know what I mean? So why would I want to be someone else? Uh, number three, be represented because my representation matters. Yeah, it matters that people that look like, look like me um, do these shows, talk about issues that maybe no one else wants to, to talk about. Um, so it's important to me because a change is going to come. We need change. Okay. We need some change. So that, that's it. So if I need to be the catalyst for some type of change, uh, within this space, then, uh, Hey, I'm up for it. I'm here for it. So yeah, be intentional, be you be represented, re- be represented because my representation matters. Boom. How to buy a hotel. Miss Davon Reeves. Right. So, um, She's been posting things like crazy. She's trying to get uh, more people interested in not just buying a hotel, but being in, uh, but investing in hotels as well. Um, she's been doing some lives about doing by like uh, I'm tongue tied. She's been doing lives about buying hotels and investing in hotels. Um, so go back and follow her on. You can follow her on YouTube, definitely on Instagram. Because that's where she posts all her stuff. So that's where she does the lives, and those lives are still there. So you should check those out if you're interested. And even if you're not interested in buying a hotel or investing, um, it's just interesting to see um, the, you know, just just how she's evolved into, um, you know, she transitioned from being a hotel person. She was an asset manager to being a hotel owner. Okay, so she has a great story. So, and she's not afraid to share that story and let people know, uh, but she's cutting out a lot of things to make it easier for you guys or the people that are interested in either buying a hotel or investing in a hotel. So definitely somebody you need to watch. And, you know, if, if, if there's a list of, you know, um, people, I think she's 35, people under 40 that you need to watch in 23 and uh, beyond, Davon Reeves should be number one. Okay, in my book, she's number one. So she owns three hotels too. Did I mention that? I mentioned she's a woman at thirty-five. So anyway, so a roadmap to hotel ownership. She gives tips to buying a hotel. Uh, number one is location, location, location. You don't want a hotel that's just in the middle of nowhere. Um, you want it near some traffic generators like a stadium, um, business park, you know, residential, whatever. You want it around these places next to the freeway. You know, you don't want it in the middle of nowhere. Um, you don't want it off of Intake Boulevard and, you know, Blythe, between Blythe and Lake Havasu. You know what I mean? You don't want it there. Okay. <laughs> I had to throw Blythe in there. You know, I can't go a whole show without mentioning Blythe. And Blythe is my hometown, so I can say that. Okay. Uh, somebody don't think it's funny, though. But <laughs> uh, the brand, number two is the brand. The brand is important. Um, you want some name affiliation with it. Um, yeah, you can come up with Russell hotel and, but who's going to know that Russell hotel exists because they want to know what it, what is it connected to? 
Russell is Russell Hotel part of Hilton or part of IHG or Marriott or whatever. That's what people are going to ask, right? And if it's not, they're like, well, you're going to have a harder time. I'm not saying you can't do it, but you just have a harder time getting people to buy off on it. Number three, hiring, hiring the right operator. You want to operate it yourself? Because people do that. They open up hotels and they, they live there 24-7, and they operate it 24-7. And that works for some people, but uh, for the people that don't want to do that, um, the book does t- teach you how to vet um, management companies because no two management companies are alike. Okay, so if I'm a first-time owner, I'm looking for probably a smaller management company that can hold my hand, right? They can, when we have that first P&L review, what the heck is this? You know what I mean? Uh, can you show me? Can you hold my hand? Can we go through it line by line? But the bigger companies won't do that. They're just going to, because I've been on both sides. I've seen both of them, right? Where, yeah, the, the smaller companies, you know, they'll take their time. They'll come and visit you. They'll take their time and, and go line by line through things. The bigger companies, they like, okay, boom, 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 because I'm off to another property. I got a thousand of these I got to go to. Yeah, I can't spend that much time with you. So remember that no two uh, management companies are alike. So thank you so much, uh, Miss Davon Reeves, for what you do for the industry. Uh, who is your best advocate, your best brand advocate? Well, that's an easy question. It's you, right? You are your best brand advocate. You need to be excited about what you do, how you do it, who you're doing it with, okay? You have to be excited about it, right? If I'm not excited about on air with Russell of Hotels, well, who else is going to be? You know, some of these people will probably say, well, I'm excited about it. Well, no, you, I got to be more excited than Dylan or than Marsha, than Stacy or uh, uh, Lonnie. I have to be more excited because it's my brand, right? I'm the one that birthed this thing, right? Um, so I have to be excited about it. I have to let people know about it. That's why I post. That's why I do lives. That's why I do all these things because I need to be my best brand advocate, okay? And you need to do the same thing for your brand, whatever that is. If you work for a brand, you still need to be that. And be the, don't be afraid to be the face of your brand. One thing that I, um, and I, I'm big on throwing names out there, um, guy I used to work with or, um, back at the Sheraton, his name is Ernesto, and he went to this, the show, I mentioned, this is probably the third time I mentioned this today, the Cal SAE. Cal SAE Seasonal Spectacular in Sacramento. He went last week, right? It was last Wednesday, I believe. And before he went, he made a posting. He posted a video saying, basically, he's sitting at his desk, and he's talking about, hey, I'm going to be at Cal SAE on whatever, next Wednesday, booth number five, come by and see me, bring your RFPs, I'd like to meet you, all this kind of stuff. Now, if you didn't get excited about that, like seeing this dude, being his best brand advocate, I don't know. I just would have stopped by just because I wanted to meet him because he had enough nerve. He had the nerve to to do this. Everybody's not doing that, right? So believe me, he just went up a notch over his competition, over some of the other salespeople because he had the nerve to tell people where he was going to be, right? And we think that's the hardest thing to do. Well, it could be the first time, you know what I mean? But believe me, it gets easier because it was hard for me to, you know, come on this show and, and do the lives or whatever I do, but it becomes easier. But then you got to get in your mind that, hey, I want to be the face of my hotel or my organization. I want to be my best brand advocate. So, so that's what he did, and that's what he's doing, right? And then after, he thanked people. So, like, the next day after the show was over, he thanked people. And this is on LinkedIn, right? Ernesto Alonso, follow him. Um, And he thanked people like, thank you for coming by the booth. It was great meeting you, you know, that kind of stuff. I follow a lot of people on LinkedIn, right? I got 26,000 people. Everybody didn't do that. Okay. Ernesto out of all the followers, because I get the, you know, I get the, the feeds, right? Ernesto, the only one that did it. Okay. So I applaud Mr. Ernesto. Alonzo for doing that because that makes a big difference. I mean, if you, but you just remember, you got to continue to do it. Not just one time. You got to continue to do it, but he did it. Right. So I appreciate him doing that. And like I said, I, 
going to give credit where credit is due. Okay, this is my quote of the week. Uh, I've had this quote. I mean, these, these are old quotes from me, right? When is marketing, marketing about you? Never. Marketing is never about you. It begins with what your audience wants. Connect them with your product or service in a way they want to receive it. So however they want to receive it, it's up to you to give them the way they want to receive it. So, you know, when we're in these meetings and like, oh, well, this is what I want to do. Well, why do you want to do it? Oh, because I think it's better for me to do it this way. No, it's what your client wants. Or what's the cust- what does the customer want? You know, does the customer want the QR code? Well, no, I think we should still reprint the menus. Well, what does the customer want? Well, it doesn't matter what they want. Well, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And that's how we get caught up in the QR code thing should have been out years ago. And the only reason why it came out now out of necessity because of, you know, COVID and, you know, we had nobody to reprint things or whatever. Now we're cutting costs, right? Well, you could have saved money then. Right. You know, it's expensive to re uh, to reprint menus. Right. Especially if they're different sizes and all this kind of stuff. Um, it takes a lot of time, a lot of man hours and, and, and the cost is expensive. So why didn't we do that before? So those are things that I'm talking about. Right. So it's not about us. It's about what your clients or your customer wants. And sometimes it takes time. We got to do our research See what the client wants. We get a lot of information. Let's say that's one thing about hotels, that we get every, inf- every piece of information about people, but we don't. We rarely use it. Most hotels have email addresses. They have all this information. You know, they can create personas on everybody, right? But do we do that? No, we don't. But we have all that information. We just don't utilize it. So, so once again, when is marketing about you? Never. It begins with what your audience wants. Connect them with your product or service in a way they want to receive it. Boom. Lonnie says, signing out all, heading out to a Christmas Hanukkah event. All right. Cheers. Happy holidays. Yes. 23 strong. Thank you so much, Lonnie. Appreciate your support over the year. And uh, yeah, happy holidays to you and your family. And we will reconvene next year. How do you increase social media engagement? Consistency. Um, Marcia says, print a few for the old people who liked to hold something. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, no, you definitely have to do that. Uh, I'm not speaking of those people. I'm speaking of the masses, okay? So, but no, I understand. Yeah, you definitely always have to have some on hand for people that want something in their hand to read. But... The masses and I, the masses, the new masses are going to be what? Those millennials and those Gen Xers. Okay. Those are the people I'm talking about because that's the new generation of people. Those are the people that will be spending all the money. Okay. So, and those are people that want their technology. Okay. So, yeah. So the older people, they don't want it. They give me a menu. Yeah. I don't care if it's dirty or not. Ripped up. Just give me a menu. So, but anyway, um, do, do, do. Okay, consistency, value, and be authentic. So this is a way you can increase your social media engagement. Be consistent, add value, make sure you're authentic. Be you, don't be fake. People can read through it and see through it. Add value, making sure you're reaching someone that wants to hear what you're talking about, right? That's important. Um, and then consistency. Be consistent. Don't just post one time and think, oh, my God. I'm not getting anything. I posted. What'd you post? Uh, I don't know. About two months ago. What? You, how many posts did you do? Just one. That ain't gonna work. So you have to continue to do it. You know, I I can go on and go on about the stuff that I do. Right. The the lives. The the show here. The um, did you choose hospitality? Did hospitality choose you? The postings. Yeah, I can go on and on and on about that. But. E- it's all about the consistency. You have to do that, right? And I can show you to do how to do it. Yeah, I can I can show you the way, but you know, you have to do it. So but yeah, but those are things that it takes to increase your social media engagement. There's no other way around it. You can't fake the funk. Um and what tools do you use? I use stories, reels, and lives, right? I also use um YouTube Shorts. You can use TikTok. You can do reels on Facebook as well, or you can tweet things out as well. So there's, 
and make sure. And, and it, to me, it's easy because I can do one posting and then utilize several different platforms. So I cross pollinate, if you will, right. Or cross promote on different um, platforms. So you, all you gotta do is create it one time and then you can copy and paste that on other platforms. Very easy. Uh, and like I said, I can show you hiring. Who's hiring real quick. Cause we've shoot it. I've been talking, huh? I've been talking. Um, let's see who's hiring real quick. The proper hotel, Santa Monica. They're looking for an events sales manager, the hotel June in LA, which is uh, just North of LAX. They're looking for a catering sales and events manager, the Hilton Culver city. Love that hotel. Redid, redone, renovated, whatever you want to say. Damn near brand new hotel. Right there in Culver City on the corner of Centinella and Sepulveda. Uh, they're looking for a social catering sales manager. And then the proper hotel downtown LA. That, I think the proper is probably one of my favorite independent hotels downtown. The proper hotel, DTLA. It's on Broadway. They have a rooftop restaurant. They're looking for a general manager. I think it's, it's called Cara Cara, Cara Cara. C-A-R-A-C-A-R-A. Is that Cara Cara or Cara Cara? I, I, I'm going to say Cara Cara because it's, it's spelled like um, Irene Cara's name. So Cara Cara, that's what I'm going to call it. So um, they're looking for a GM at their rooftop restaurant, which is, which is, which is dope. Okay. I've been there. You should check it out. And the Nine Meat Eats. Okay. Atlas Monroe. If you're in the Nine Meat Eats and you're looking for a place to buy food that will be delivered to your doorstep, atlasmonroe.com. Okay. They're a group company out of um, San Diego. They do all vegan products. I had this jerk chicken, and that chicken is spelled C-H-I-C-K-I-N, not E-N, but I-N, right? So it's plant-based, right? Oh, my God. And when I mean fire, I mean this is it's spicy, it's hot. If you like jerk, it. I don't know what they do to it. I don't even know what it is. I know it's not meat, but it is delicious. It is fire like you wouldn't believe, okay? So... Atlas Moreau. Check it out. Um, almost done. What do I do? Instead of me, um, you know, uh, telling you, I'll just, you know, throw it on here. I don't have any music to go with it. I guess I do. Let me throw a little music. I don't own the rights to this music, though. There you go. So uh, those are some of the things that I do. If you if they went too fast, just go back and rewind it, and you'll see it. Um, what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? I'm, I mentioned a myriad of things that you could be doing to keep your brand relevant. Uh, one of those things is just you know be seen, continue to do what you do. Um, I always say the social media thing, but hotel people, I know we go out to a lot of events, a lot of networking events, and that's another way to be relevant as well, right? So continue to do those, but supplement it with social media, right? Because we can't go, we're not going to be in front of people all the time, but you can be in front of people, even different people with social media, okay? So just a little advice. I'm not saying to stop doing other things. I'm saying to... um uh, do other things as well. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. And what are the three P's? Like, like I said, we're about done here. So three P's, this is Russell of hotels, three P's purpose, passion, perseverance, purpose. Know why you're doing what you do. Like I said, I know why I do what I do. Um, if you don't remember, rewind this, listen to it again, and you'll see what my purpose is. Of, of why I have the show, uh, why I like people to come on because I want people to tell their story, uh, what they do, um, because we're trying to, we're trying to educate this new generation of people, right? New people that want to come into hospitality space. So that's one reason why I do what I do. Passion, either you have it or you don't. If you don't have passion for what you're doing, you know what? You need to do something else. Just fit, just forget it. Like, you know what? I'm done. Wipe my hands. I'm going to go do something else right now. Perseverance. Be 
consistent, continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. Um, you guys know what swerving is, right? It's not all about the pivoting. It's about swerving. Even before you get to that mess that you see in the horizon, you swerve to miss it. So there you go. So that's my, that's my take on what, um, what swerve is, you know, opposed to what you know, a lot of people use that P word. Oh, we're going to pivot. No, I don't pivot. We swerve. Anyway, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for joining. I know I went a little over um, six minutes, you know, six minutes, six minutes. Anyway, uh, but, you know, that was part of a, a rap song, but who knows what it is. But anyway, but um, you guys have a great day. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Um, I'll see you next Tuesday because like I said, I'm not, I don't go dark during the holidays. If it, if Tuesday doesn't fall on a holiday, I will be here. So join me next week and check out my lives. I'll be doing lives Monday through Friday between the hours of 9 a.m. and 12 o'clock. Um, and check out this show again next week on air with Russell of hotels, live hospitality talk show next Tuesday, one o'clock. Rain or shine, I will be here. So, Dylan, thank you so much for the gift. Appreciate it. I'm going to start eating some of this stuff now, right? I'm just going to go and get me a, a glass of almond milk, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start on these goodies. You guys take care. Peace. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.